The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Cormelasco Sports Stop. Talk. We are live. It is the Thursday morning Stop. show. 888-346-9144. The wait is over. That is the number. Which wait is that? The wait is over since Tuesday. Which wait? We've been here since Tuesday. The wait is over. Who, you? We back in studio. I'm back in studio. Oh. Yeah, I, no, I was, uh, last time I was in here, it was Friday. I came in Friday. We did a mm-hmm. show, me, Doug, and um, uh, uh, Kurt Feltkeller. Guy did mm-hmm. a show with me on NBC 1260. Immediately after the show, I start feeling bad. Like I don't know. On my way to the show, to the studio, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. During the studio, during the show, fine. Immediately afterwards, just start feeling bad. I went home, laid down, been laying down ever since last night. That long. Mm. End up going to the emergency room too, getting all my tests done. They said it was nothing. Waste of time. Waste of money. I remember last week you was talking about going to get a physical. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what they did anyway. I got the uh, blood work, the x-rays and all that stuff, the urinalysis. Pretty much what they did anyway at the emergency room. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't find anything. Everything looked good. Hmm. What they did do, do what they did do was give me a Toradol shot. Not a shot, but intravenously. They gave me a tor- some Toradol. That, I remember that from football. Mm-hmm. That took the pain right away. I needed to take some home. Couldn't take anything home. But that, that's pretty much the last time I've been in the studio. Taking that over the counter medicine, huh? No, I no. I got prescriptions. I got prescriptions. Oh, the over the counter medicine works if you know what you have. You just got to know which one to get. I don't know what I begin when yeah. I get that sick. It just it made me feel better. I was it was body I ache, guess. chills, sweating. Sweating part is not bad, as long as because you you think it's a twenty four hour deal, and you're just gonna sweat it out. Mm. So that's not too bad. Man, you had that that Doug illness. Mm, just friend, don't go away. Last person I was around was Doug. <laughs> Doug is on. <laughs> Doug and B should be on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Doug and B, you out there somewhere? Not yet. He's not. Uh, he not was, yet. He was on the line. I um, what, what else I was uh talk about? We're getting into some um. Stephon Curry, they fined him five thousand for flopping. We didn't get to talk about the first game because that game was Tuesday and we was off Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They do play tonight, uh, but we will talk about how sluggish, how sluggish they started that first game. I thought Houston came out to beat them. Well, mm-hmm. Houston did come out to beat them, and as usual, the white coward found a way <laughs> to sit down and watch the game and look like a, a coin ball. He looked just stupid, just. Go in the locker room. Yeah. Just, just go in take, the locker room. Take your uniform off. Yeah. Look, that's what old ball coach used to say. 
Yeah, just yeah, take, exactly. Take your uniform off. Take it off. Take man. it off. Go you don't deserve car. to wear that. Eighty-eight million dollars. Now I normally don't talk about people's money because I hey, get it. Mm-hmm. Even even Dwight Howard get it. But you could be the one of the most dominant guys in the game today. You could be one of the most dominant guys ever to play the game. Mm-hmm. But, but you you know there's some smaller guys tougher than you. I'm not saying I saw what happened. Josh Smith mm-hmm. rolled into his knee, but he caught it so fast. <laughs> he caught it so fast that it was like maybe just a surprise. You know how some guys get hurt because of the shock of they might be hurt. Demar Carroll, but go ahead. Because I got something to say about me too. Some he, of the reports uh, that's being dropped right now. Yeah, we we'll get to that because I because I don't too, ahead. and yeah. it's not good if the reports are true. Uh-huh. But um. Dwight Howard is looking for a reason. I, I don't, I don't get it. I, we talk so bad about Derrick Rose. I know you're not expecting me to say anything. Not say anything about Dwight Howard, who's a big man, most dominant guy. Shows up when he wants to. James Harden pretty much got that team where they are right now today, on his own, mm-hmm. and the supporting cast. All Dwight Howard is is a supporting cast right now. They, they, that was, what was the game? One ten. 110 to 106. 110 to 106. He, he's not supposed to be a supporter. He's supposed to be the man. It's supposed to be Shaq and uh, it's supposed to be, uh, Malone and Stockton. Yeah. And James Harden is supposed to be the playmaker. Dwight Howard is supposed to be the man. And the James, man starts with the man in the middle. And Harden is better than Stockton. Stop. James Harden is better than be Stockton. Be careful. John Stockton did not turn over the ball James, as many James, times. No, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. John Stockton wasn't good at all. John Stockton was great. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about Utah was that one too, and everybody knew they was going to do it. All I'm saying today, basketball, mm-hmm. that one too, like you said, he's not supposed to be a supporting cast. He's supposed to be give me the ball or you get the ball or we win the game right here. Everybody else, like DeAndre Jordan, he's a role player for the most part outside mm-hmm. outside of defense. But he can give you, he can get you fifteen points. Yeah, he can he, get you fifteen. He'll points. work. Yeah, he'll work horse. He'll work for that fifteen. Now, Dwight Coward, he's he's he, the initiative. The reason why he left Orlando was so he can get the ball more because he, I think he had Jamel Nelson over there that he thought he wouldn't get too much. Jamel was giving. Jamel was giving. Yeah, he, he was, was giving, giving him the, the ball. ball. Right. Dwight Howard's getting twenty plus shots a game. He don't like being the second guy. You the second guy everywhere you've been. You've been the second guy. You was the first guy in Orlando. Your image, your thought process, just in your psychic, just didn't allow you to think anything past that. Yeah. <clears throat> they lose the game by four points, 110-106. And I think uh, James Harden did everything he could to keep those guys in that James game. James Harden is cold-blooded. Well, he, had, he almost had a triple-double. James Harden is a bad Mamma Jim. He is. He's a he's cold, cold blooded. The way he took over that fourth quarter, end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. See, I thought he started off too I, early. I don't even think those turnovers. I don't even think those turnovers were his fault. Two of them were his fault. Oh my God, no! I mean, it was several times where he was throwing the ball in the post to Dwight Howard. Dwight right. Howard just Clumsy. the ball would bounce off his face. Just, like, are you, do you want to play today? Not him. Want to play? He was running by his knee. It was even before the knee. He, I think the knee was no, just I'm like he, the, he rolled that to the to the rest I'm of the game. I'm talking about James Harden's three turnovers in the fourth at okay. the end. Yeah, it was his. Uh, 
It was his knee he was worrying about. Mm-hmm. Doug and B's on the line. I've been on the line, man. What's going just, on, Doug? I think Kevin forgot about me, man. No, he did, because Kevin told no. me he was on the line. Yeah, the show started about 10 minutes ago. What's going on, Doug and B? I, I called in two minutes before the show started, man. He told <laughs> us that, and I said, Doug and B out there somewhere, and we didn't hear from him. We didn't hear from him. And I'm listening to it all, man. <laughs> why you, why you say anything? I tried to. I te- look at your phone. I text you. Oh, my man, I'm going to be looking at my phone. Yeah. You, know, you look it up the whole show. <laughs> How you know? You're never in the studio. <laughs> Anyways, you, you can't talk right now. Anyway, Jay, James Harden, man. I mean, the way he took over, he opened up that fourth quarter was just sensational. That's that's you know that's yeah, this what is a real studio. You I would have a cough button. You would never heard any of that. Yeah, that's what you would have seen. Couple the, throughout the game. I mean, the way he took over, he tried to get other players involved. The first three quarters. You could tell. He only had seven points going into, what, at halftime. He only had seven points. Who, James Harden? James Harden. This guy had 20, he had 30 he points. Ended, he ended 29 up points? the game with, yeah, 29 points. 20, or 28. 28 points. <laughs> but he had yeah. seven in the first half. Like, he wasn't, yeah. he was trying to get these other guys involved and was still in the game. He was trying to get Dwight Howard his touches, <laughs> even though Dwight Howard, may he just had a lazy seven points, 13 rebounds. I mean, this guy had double-digit Rebounds by the third quarter, and it, it just looked so so lazy, man. Like it was so effortless. And by the time that little knee roll up that happened between him and Josh Smith, I mean that was just. I think he wanted to ride that for the rest of the game, and, that, and that's for sure pretty much what he did, which is disappointing. And for a guy to have so much heart, like James Harden, each and every game, Doug, you know how it is. He you oh, no. you noticed it during the regular season. I mean, just this first game one of this series, he showed you, you know what, I don't care who has my back, I don't care who's riding with me, I'm I'm going to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. And thank God for Trevor Ariza's aggressiveness. Thank God for, you know, that he has some type of help with Trevor Ariza. But if you look at the time, mm -hmm. last couple, you know, maybe two, three months of the regular season when Howard was on the bench, Houston was a whole different team than I've been seeing in the playoffs. And I'm almost wanting Howard to go back to the bench because I think they're almost a better team without him in there now. Yeah, absolutely. They're more aggressive. Yeah. You know, some people will say, well, look at Howard with points he put up, you know, in the first series. But he's too inconsistent right now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, look at the last, that last stretch of the regular season. Mm Harder was on the court. He led that team. He got people involved. Everybody around him fed off of, you know, his energy that he brought on the court. Right. And they were winning. And they were, I mean, they, they looked like an explosive Houston Rockets team. Mm. And then you have, as Kwame called him, Dwight uh, Coward. Yeah. Comes in, talks about his knee, puts up seven, seven points. Come on, man. Seven points. I mean, There's he played. no reason you should have seven points if you're Dwight Howard. He played 26 all. minutes. You're right. Well, he played I, 26 I, wait minutes. Wait a minute now. I said the same thing about uh, that boy in Indianapolis, Indiana. He had a couple games, playoff games, zero points. Tallest game, yeah. playoff game, too. I'm not mm-hmm. regular season. Uh, but, yeah, Dwight Howard said this, and this is what grown man says this. I might be iffy for the game tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> what grown man says hey, that? If you're iffy, get the heck off my court and just sit on the bench because I don't want you on my no, court. No, I don't want you present. I don't, I don't want nobody you, looking at you. Yeah, don't even don't even show it to the ball game. Don't even put that jersey on. I'm telling hey, you what, what, go back to Houston. 
Yeah. Yeah, go back to Houston. He might as well. Just get ready for game three because that's, that's the only time he's going to bring his energy is at home games in the whole playoff series. And the shirt get tighter. <laughs> but what makes me so upset is that, okay, you're injured. You're, you're battling this iffy injury, putting ice on it the whole game on the bench. Yeah, and looking Your boys is out there battling hard. That boy Clint Capella, who only played like 100 minutes throughout the whole season, Showed 13 out. games, has played 100-plus minutes in the playoffs so far, same amount of games. Showed out. He needs to be out there. I don't care if he can't hit a free throw. I'm starting him. That kid can play. He was, I mean, for a guy that size, the way he was trying to guard Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry's on switches, on, you know, off pick and rolls. He was guarding these guys one on one. Yeah, Curry had, you know, some fadeaway jump shots that's just untouchable. What do you think that was, though? You think it was um, he just didn't know better? He didn't know better, but at the same time, he wasn't out of position uh, yeah, on I'll, several shots. Like, I'll take that any day of the week than Dwight Howard just looking at Steph Curry uh, just take wide-open jump shots. Dwight Howard, he's coming off the bench tonight. If he – you coming off the bench or you might as well just go to Houston and wait till we get back home after this I just season. don't understand. He was on the bench not even cheering for these guys. I know. He was looking like, at space. He was just – like the, every time the camera showed him, he he was just had a you know how that daydream down look, yeah, that daydream look. Like what is he doing? Your team is out here battling James Harden, getting given every little ounce he has. James Harden was being James Harden. My goodness, uh, Trevor Reza playing hard, Josh Smith playing hard, Dwight Howard just on the yeah, bench. The funny thing is, we, we talked about that Friday. I think it was on the show about leadership and James Harden. He came off and he was on the bench for the rest of that Houston game, and you saw him getting up there cheering for his guys. Right. High-fiving everything. We talked about that. And the difference in the dynamic between James Harden being on the bench, one of your superstars being on the bench, and cheering for your team, and then you have Dwight Howard over there just in a daydream laxadaisial world. I mean, that, that right there shows the difference between character you know, and the player between those two guys. And so, uh, it's a wrap. for me, it's a wrap. Howard, you're on the bench. And I don't need you in the game. We won without no one you. on that bench was even talking to Dwight. Like, he I, I was just I like say, a forgotten. It might have been a fight in the locker room. I wouldn't say anything to him neither. Let's see if you'll need It probably would have been a fight. Yeah. If I was Clint Capella or Terrence Not Jones, no. uh, if I was Terrence Jones, I'd be like, bro, what, what is your problem? If I was Josh Smith, I'd be like, what's your problem? No, I would Clint say, Capella's man, giving all he got. I would call him all kinds of. I would looked at him and I would stare at him. Not say the word and walk to my locker. Then he would have said something, and then I, that would have gave me what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. That would have gave me exactly. He what wasn't I was even for. cheering on a young rookie. This guy who who you battle in practice. A young. He was du- giving everything he had. A young Dwight Howard, Orlando Magic Dwight Howard. If they had him right now, they would beat Golden State. Even though even though Golden State shooting lights out behind the arc, they would beat him. And they started off slow. I think the Houston Rockets were up by twelve or fifteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, I mean, that's how Golden State been this whole playoff series, though. Well, yeah, and then do the once, <laughs> once the shots start flowing in, you better, you better not. And I, and I, wrap we, had, up. <laughs> we had this conversation Monday on the show. I said they better not fall asleep in this Tuesday. first game. Yep, was the game Wednesday? No, we, we talked about it Tuesday. Okay, it was mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, so they played Tuesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I said my concern was if they fell asleep and come out. Although they've beaten this team in the regular season four times, and we know what the difference is between regular and post, mm-hmm. it, my my concern was if they fell asleep. And they looked like I said, "Well, there they go, they fell asleep." So I was about to turn, and then I said, "Clay Thompson hit a couple shots, mm-hmm. and he had an off off night." He did. Considering yeah. he had a couple shots, I said, "Okay, wait a minute, they they gonna come back into this, they gonna get back into this game." Mm-hmm. 
Then it just uh, Stephon Stephen Curry came out. Uh, I mean, everybody was contributing. Everybody. Harrison Barnes, a bunch of energy from Sean Livingston off the bench. He had 14 in the first that, half. That was, uh, that was that's how they won. And it was just straight energy points. Like this. it was it was crazy how this man was scoring so easy. Like it was straight energy. What Stephon Curry had um 34 34 points. But I tell you, uh, Livingston, that's how they won that game. Oh, yeah, no question. That he he brought the energy off the bench. I mean, everyone else, the starters played well. Guys off the bench did not play well for, <laughs> for Gold State at all. Yeah, except oh, for Bogus. Well, bogus. No, no he ain't play well. He, he, man, he, he got to do better than that. We don't know what no, Bogus. Yeah. yeah. He I told y'all he wasn't any good. Total, total rebound for zero points. He had four rebounds, right? Well, it's kind of yeah. hard to rebound cool. when Steph Curry is on your squad because well, yeah, he don't miss. Right, long Rangers. <laughs> Not when Green had 12 on, 12 on his own. Oh, Draymond a dog. But he can get defensive rebounds. <laughs> Draymond is a, yeah. You can't, he had four offensive rebounds of that 12. That's pretty, what's that, one yeah. third? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. He, he'll work for us, though. That's what Draymond does. Oh, I thought you were talking he about does Bogus. I, I'm like, oh, no, not Bogus. No, Bogus no, had two offense, two defense boards, though. That was it. Two deep, and then fouling, <laughs> stupidly, stupidly fouling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, but the that's way, funny. man, Steph Curry, man, it's it's, it's just not fair. Right? Is it He's real? It, like it, how it, the guy? It, this, here's Steph. Here's Stephon Curry. It's in his blood. He has a dad. Uh, it's in his genes. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, you. Because well, I've seen some listen. guys who can shoot. Uh, well, okay, I'm gonna tell you about him. Those though. fathers can shoot. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you about Steph. Stephon took it serious from day one. It, it ain't like like my kids won't. They won't wake me up. They won't say, "Let's go work out. Let's go do this." They won't do that. They think they're going to wake up and be good. Stephon Curry, look at this guy's life. He had to go to Davis. No, he. What was the big school? What are the bigger schools that they wanted him? Mm-hmm. He had to go to Davidson. Mm-hmm. This guy was from day one, started working on his craft, started working. I'm looking at his, pre, his pregame routine. He dribbling both balls. I'm like, is, that, is he ambidextrous? Mm-hmm. This guy... Controls the ball with both hands, and that's what you have to be able to do. Great, and we'll talk a little bit more about Stephon Curry, like because I'm amazed at how he's doing this, mm-hmm. but I understand how and why. Kwamala Sports Talk, Demolache in the studio, Dougie B is on the line. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Oh, yeah. I was watching this all weekend. Is Man, they got the reruns. They, I watched... What, TV Land? It, it was on TV One. TV One, oh. TV Land TV. shows Brave Bunch and all that. TV Land shows everything. Yeah. Man, this Sanford and something right here? TV One is like... The new era of TV land. I can, I can, um, it's an update. I've seen every episode of Sanford and Son. Every episode. I've seen every episode of Sanford and Son, The Jeffersons, Good Times, All in the Family, What's Happening, What's Happening Now. Uh, What's the difference? What? Cosby. I'll, st- yeah, I'll take a step yeah. back. My bad. <laughs> I didn't want to step on no toes. I just yeah, you sound like you wanted to. Welcome back to the show. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. We couldn't believe. Well, we still can't believe the efficiency this guy has, Stephen Curry. But first, of all, let me apologize because a lot of people was uh, emailing and texting me saying they couldn't hear the show or what happened to the show or we wasn't on or something. Like, and I don't know what be going on over here in the studio. I mean, at the, oh, not, for not Tuesday, the st- Tuesday was a great show. No, no, they're saying what happened. Um, like it wasn't on, I don't know. Like it wasn't on. Oh, on the yeah, broad brand on the channel. Or something. Yeah, it wasn't hmm. on the channel. Or something. I got I got quite a few texts and uh Uh-oh, emails for that. No, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> Kev. I don't know. Oh, Kev. I know who it is. Secrets out. I know they better put some black people on that wall. I know that much. <laughs> 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 I gotta bring We're my car. Bring your own picture in. I'll bring my own picture in and put it on the wall. Put a thumb on the wall. Yeah, thun, uh, thumb tap. <laughs> Be a thumb tap just taped up on there. Remember, you, you know what? Up on the exactly. Wall. I used to, my trading card. I got one in the car. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go in the car and get it and put it on the wall. <laughs> I bet you'll be down by Friday. Welcome back to the show. We know we you know we just clowning around, but I was a little bit serious about that. <laughs> we looked at that wall. I didn't see it. Look, man. I'm gonna be on new, I'm gonna be on somebody's show. Y'all just keep on the lookout for me. Keep on the listen for me. I'm gonna tell y'all who it's gonna be, but you just keep listening for me. Uh, you know what? I, uh, speaking of, you know, the show and what it is and what it's not. I gotta meet. I gotta meet with the draft. I, I want to say it's, it's next week, next Tuesday. I'm meeting with the draft, and they want to host the show and do something with the show. Do I guess it's during the season though. So um, get their sponsors. One of my buddies is a huge sponsor. He distributes to them. So he said, yeah, why don't you just do it? Look how that works out. He said, look how it works out. I'm mm-hmm. going to distribute. So, you know, you got to figure out how much, uh, you know, what's going to be on the table and what, what days we're going to do it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like to pre-record it, but I like to be live. I like for it to be live. And here's where we could take a day off or two, maybe. You know, if we're doing Sunday football I like it for it to be live in the bar with the atmosphere. And then, Kevin, you might be able to uh, contest to this. Uh, and then, um, you know, play it on Monday. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that way we don't have to come in on Monday. You play, you got a live show. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know what? People gonna want to call in. You you cannot not come in on Monday during football season. No. Yeah. No. You, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah Sunday yeah. night football. Exactly. No. You can't. You cannot not come in on Monday during football season because there might be some lot of questions and answers. Like even baseball guys be calling in. Uh, basketball guys. Yeah, football is just number one, number uno. Mm-hmm. That's why we got this controversy yeah. with uh, Tom Brady. Uh, you, you see uh, Robert Kraft? You see he backed out? Oh, yeah, he backed down. He, he backed down. He took a step back. I was surprised. I, you, I, you don't I, see that I, out I of Robert Kraft? You don't see that out he, of Boston, New he England? He was drunk talking initially. And it, it just appalled. We just won a Super Bowl. How dare you talk about us? We the Patriots. He's no different from their fans. The fans are infuriated uh, with him. In, a, in an organization Right because he He dropped the appeal He didn't want to appeal Well yeah What, what can you appeal he, Roger Goodell would have well, Roger the, Goodell got The inefficiencies of the NFL You can appeal to anything And they But once that They say a million dollars What are they going to come down to Because they already got you for what <laughs> Six Eight hundred million Roger Goodell got some ammo Built up with New England, you I mean, I, I guarantee you, stories was being dropped to Roger Goodell to the point he was like, "Look, they got meetings. Look, man. Robert, look, Mister Kraft. Let me find out these Robert. Robert. We 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 ain't just take this. Don't appeal it because there's some ammo built up that some some guys are talking right now. Well, he's saying this is not what you I'm want. I'm telling yes, this is not what you want to do right here. You you don't want to appeal this because <laughs> there's some name droppers, there's some stuff dropping. All right, you my, you my guy. We party together. We hang out. We go to each other's houses. We play Uno. Illegal. Robert? It's not illegal. I guess it's immoral. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yes, embarrassing and immoral. Look, oh, what you doing in the owner's house? Or, <laughs> well, for real, you got this 31 other owners. All of them don't like you. They just, you know, just because all of them pay you, all of them don't like you. Well, I'd rather for him to hang out with Robert than Ursa. This guy makes $44 million. <laughs> Ursa, they pill-popping. $44 million a year. You mm. know what his job is? To make sure that that TV money, that sponsor money, that revenue mm-hmm. gets bigger, higher every time. Mm-hmm. Every opportunity, every chance. And that's why his main thing is don't mess up the brand. You remember we had Nelly on the show. Mm-hmm. Um and he was saying, that's why baseball don't test. Baseball don't test for drugs. Because you ain't, I don't need to worry about you messing up the brand because I don't, the only thing you can't do is steroids. Mm-hmm. That, that, oh, that would tear up baseball's image for. Well, baseball, what they did, and, and everyone knew this. You remember Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire? Yeah. Everyone knew yeah. he was on stuff. Yeah, of course. But baseball was on. Barry Bonds. And Barry, well, with Barry Bonds ain't never been caught. No, mm. but you, it's never been caught, but you know. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that because you watch these guys, man. I don't know. They they own something, whether it was illegal yesterday and then today it's illegal. Um, illegal. That, that we don't know that or why they was on it and what it was exactly and how long they was on it for. But baseball needed to come back. They was they was. Remember they went on that strike, and baseball can't afford to go on a strike because of the boring. It's boring just watching. Unless you play the game, unless you know the game, it's kind of mm-hmm. what I say about golf all the time. Yeah, you yeah. get unless you playing golf, is you, you got to understand it. It's not boring. I sit there and watch golf on TV. What is it about six hours mm-hmm. when it's on? Mm-hmm. I sit there and watch that whole thing. But they needed Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, 
and knowing that they was on steroids, they needed to bring baseball back, put fans back in the seat. And that's why they allow that. And that's why the NFL and Roger Goodell uh, always talk about the brand, the brand, the brand, because he had to protect the sponsors. You see when these athletes get in trouble, what they immediately, I got a Nike contract, what Nike do? Drop me. Adidas do, yep. drop me. Mm-hmm. They protecting themselves. Although the people in there has know nothing about football, they just got to work worry about that brand, that image. Right. So. Well, I, did you hear what Darrell Rivas said, come on and said, about yeah, the Patriots? Yeah, I'm a little 50-50 on that, though. Darrell, well, well, go, go ahead, Doug. No, I was going to make a statement when he came out. Quoted saying that the Patriots are always up to something. They're always pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. You have something on them, don't go easy on them. Well, especially if you've been uh, repeatedly offended. A repeated defender. Patriots have Patriots are no different from any other team. It's just the Patriots been winning while cheating, and other teams haven't found a way to win while cheating. Mm-hmm. So nobody likes the Patriots. Uh, even even got teams uh, like the Indianapolis Colts and their fans. Tattletelling. I hate a tattletale. It's like your kids. Ain't nobody tattletelling. Yes, y'all did. Ain't a, ain't a, <laughs> hey, ain't nobody tattletelling. I tell my, we just, I tell we my just bring a, we just bring itself to light. <laughs> Go figure it out. I'm gonna speak for the coast organization, coast nation. That's what I'm <clears> talking stand to. Up. When I was saying what I was saying. You, we, ain't nobody tired of telling. We just we just tell them how it is. These footballs yeah. are not That's safe to play with. Watch the balls. The balls are deflated. That's telling on them. Why? Why are we? Why do we have to go through warm ups with the cameras? <laughs> well, at our warm up. You know what? At our walkthroughs. Why? And, you it's know, a walk-through. high school football. Let me get. Let me bring. Let me bring both of y'all back to life. What do you do in high school football? Dominate. No. Well, no. Okay. I'm talking about pre pre <laughs> um pre game. Like, yeah. Yo, whoever's not running the play, they just line up on the right, forty. Right. right? Mm-hmm. That's what all you got to right. do. Line up on the forty. But then you remember you got the people upstairs who got to film the game anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, in some of y'all stadiums, because in Virginia it's way better. Y'all y'all filming from the uh, bleachers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do y'all? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Ours is in a box. Oh, okay, Ours was yeah. in a in, in a box. Yeah, uh, yeah, we in the box. Uh, but yeah, you you gonna be film. Mm-hmm. It's like baseball. I'm trying to. St- if I'm on second base, I'm watching what the catcher does and figuring out what those signals are. So now I can go in the dugout and pass that on alone. He mm-hmm. does this. This happened. He does that. That happened. These are the signals. Let's anybody else see in the same thing. Bring it back to the dugout. Now we got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Patriots winning while they're cheating. Other teams are losing while they're trying to cheat, and they don't like the Patriots because the Patriots are winning Super Bowls. Everybody finds a way to get closer to that fence or closer to that bridge without jumping just to say they've been there and we got it done. That line, you got to walk that line. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, nah, I'm going to do cheating, but I just don't know what this Tom Brady deal is. If he has information or Tom Brady just – I don't know how he feels. Does he feel betrayed now? Robert Kraft got out of it. But Robert Kraft got out of the appeal of the, mil- the million. He got out of that uh, deal. Mm-hmm. But now this, Tom left his own devices and his own lawyers. Yeah, I, I think games. it would have got worse. I think it would have just got worse. Not for Tom Brady, but maybe Not for, for Brady, Robert Kraft. Robert, for Robert Kraft, yes. It got ro- it got a, it would have got worse down the road. Mm-hmm. Down the road. Now let's get back to some uh, any more football. Let's get back to some. Uh, we come back to football. Like, probably OTAs, the last OTAs, the, OTAs kicked off this yeah, week. Yeah, OTAs. You it. know what? I, I'm glad you remind me that. Go it's ahead, Doug. Well, I'm saying the extra point now for football. The rule change passed. Moved it back 15 yards. 
Yeah, and yeah, you, and so you can like score three yard extra point now. Yeah, thirty two yards, and they moved it back where you can score points now. Off the uh, if you block the field goal on an extra yep. point, kind of like how the college game is. I think the NFL took it away, and now they're bringing it back. Um, it's going to be an issue, I think, in definitely cities that are very windy, cold weather. Um, when it comes down to that last, you know, score a touchdown, then you have to make a field goal to win the game, the extra point to either win the game or tie the game. 15 yards back, having the other team a chance to block and to score, it's going to be interesting. So um, you're going to see a lot more effort. Ball. What's that? You got the ball on the two-yard line to try to score for the two points, too. Yeah. So um, that's what I'm looking at is how many more teams are going to start opting out of the field goal and going for the two-point conversion. And I think that's what the NFL is kind of trying to do is make it a little bit more of an exciting game because we can agree the extra point was a chip shot easy. I mean – you're coming in the NFL, anybody and everybody should be able to make that extra point. You barely ever saw it get blocked. It just adds a different, you know, aspect to the game now to make it a little bit more exciting because, I mean, I think we can all agree. Realistically, on an extra point, the defense kind of half-assed it out there anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, now uh, you actually no, not, have an not, opportunity. Not the top 10 defenses. The top 10 defense felt like they could still block those. I, I Office uh, of, no, I'm sorry. Block, yeah, not, not only block, but just send a message. Right. Like, this is not a free play. Yeah. Special team coaches, I, every special <laughs> team coach I've been a part of, you know, where it was, the old positioning, we were still trying to block those. We had guys, we would take a receiver or the, one of our quickest DBs and bring them off the edge. Mm-hmm. And from that, we try to compile it down the middle with our big guys to, to shrinken up that edge for. But yeah. the top, that's. But that's only the top 10 of maybe, I could stretch it to 15, mm-hmm. defenses in the league that that took that as a real play. But, yeah, it, now is it has some significance to it. 15 yards back, so what's that, 32-yard? 32, 32 33-yarder. Yeah, now they have to – that becomes more – now you got to get the ball up quicker. It can't be in the line drives. Mm-hmm. Well, you so had to get it quicker up anyway. How they all kind of conform to that and what they end up doing if, you know, you see a lot more teams now go for the two-point conversion or just chip-shot it in, you know. So, And then you got Ray Rice coming. His his case dismissed. Dismissed? Dismissed. Judge dismissed the paperwork. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loaded. He did his class, so it is now dismissed. Oh, oh yeah, because that was a warrant on uh, him finishing the class, though, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that Ray Rice situation was uh, – that was another mishandling of the uh, commissioner, Roger Goodell. Uh, Ray Rice shouldn't have gave her the one-two in the elevator that Solange, that Beyonce and Jay-Z shouldn't have did that. No. But um, the handling of it is what we're talking about. You know, after that Ray Rice, too, a lot of guys – just went on a little tear like it was okay to do. I'm like, are you, are y'all idiots? Do you see the punishment? You seeing what's happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you, are you seeing? Try not to be with somebody that makes you that mad, gets you that upset, mm-hmm. and makes you lose your mind. And, and I and I went back and I go back to, you're a world class athlete. You you got to your point. You got to where you are mostly because of your mind. A lot of guys can physically play football, but the guys who don't last are the ones who mentally can't think. And we see that year in and year out. Look at Daryl Washington. Can't think. Mm-hmm. One of the best linebackers the Cardinals could have ever had. 
he can't think. He's, he's not on the field. Ahead. Yeah, and he's off the field, and now they're getting linebackers here and there, little free agent guys, the guys who play just to fill their spot. And the Cardinals will do it because of the mentality they have over there defensively mm-hmm. to put anybody in position that even knows something about the game to go out there and play. Yeah, they're going to spend so much money trying to form one player what he brought to the table, but right. you're paying two or three guys at different situations where you got to rotate. And, you know, that money can go elsewhere. If you had, like you, like you said, if you had a guy that can think and can, you know, step up, be mature enough off the field, it can handle being a professional. And one know? of them going to play special teams. I mean, all of them go play right, special right, teams. Right, right, right. Shoot, they all will, yeah, right? All, yeah, all three of you them. You know, the best defenses – the What's best that? defenses, their guys uh, play special teams, which makes their de- special teams that much. We had a punt team. Well, I was a punt returner, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I was a punt returner predicated on if they got past the fifty, I was back there. If they didn't, we had you know somebody else back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ, guy named AJ. Then before, one, but once Eric Metcalf came, none of us was back there. Mm-hmm. But I think I was. <laughs> I, I think I was still back there. I was still back there. Uh, but. Um, Everybody defensively plays special teams, and that made our special teams great. That made our special teams pretty good. Like, we didn't take the plays off. We knew why we was out there. We kept our corners and our safeties out there because we wanted to jam them up. We kept mm-hmm. our linebackers because we wanted to get the personal protector, the PP. We wanted to get him. Um, and our D-line, some, our D-line was switched out because, you know, they rotate anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think a good special teams unit has more defensive guys on the offensive guys don't want to do it unless they uh return nope. unless they return in kicks or <laughs> nope. right. They don't want nope. to do it. I liked it though. I, I liked it to get in the fact where I actually get to go tackle someone. I I was the uh head hunter on the punt on the punt team. Gunner? The gunner, yes. Yeah, see that the gunner was gunner Monte played that too and I played that when I, when I first came in I was a gunner. I was mm-hmm. Killing it, but Monte ended up yeah, playing because he was fast too. Yeah, it was fun. You just run and because it's it's either you hit or miss. <laughs> That's your job as a gutter. So yeah. you got to okay. make them go another right. certain way. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely get. I believe in that as well. Great defenses definitely build off of uh, special teams. Um, I remember the Colts Super Bowl run. They threw Bob Sanders on special teams during the playoffs, and when they beat Chicago. Mm-hmm. Guys were not returning punts when Bob Sanders was running down the field. He's a different guy. He was, an, yeah, he, he was couldn't animal. stay healthy. But that guy, yeah. that's one oh guy who couldn't God. stay healthy. Oh. He stole. He one uh, of my favorite defenders of all time. Yeah, he should oh be in jail God. right now. <laughs> all that money he stole he should be in jail. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Come back and finish up the show. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Dougie B. Demi Lachey. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? (laughs) 
Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back, Corbin Lawson Sports Talk. That's how I feel about today. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. That's how LeBron felt. LeBron was he was muscling those. He was bullying him. <laughs> That's how he, he was feeling last was laugh, night. Smiling and laughing. What Atlanta Hawks, how dare you lose at home after a great season, you regular season you put up. I know you had that little law in the middle uh, middle to end of the season. Mm-hmm. How dare you lose at home to the Cleveland Cavaliers? J.R. Smith. Who? Lights out. Ooh. Lights out. That, that's that's what won the game. Now, what, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to let LeBron get off, or are you going to stop everybody, or are you going to stop LeBron and make everybody else be hot? Because mm-hmm. everybody can't be hot. LeBron could probably be hot for three of those games. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need is three. Mm-hmm. Well, you need four, but you need Man. you need him to be hot three times. Jr. was the MVP of that game. Yeah, last Easily. night. Yeah, um, eight three pointers, just eight of eight of eight of twelve to be exact. Yep. I mean, it's just efficient three point shooting, <laughs> just a shooting display for Jr. Smith to come out like that game one and set the tone for Cleveland. Everybody had all these talks. Oh, they don't have Kevin Love. Oh, Kyrie Irving. His foot, his broken leg, everything's wrong with Kyrie. LeBron has too much on his shoulders. Y'all must have forgot about a guy named J.R. Smith. I mean, <laughs> J- about Smith. Everyone, everyone forgot about him. And he stepped up big time. I mean, that's the J.R. Smith you've seen in New York. That's the J.R. Smith you've seen in Denver. He's a scorer. And once he is taking efficient shots, he is hard to stop because he was, what, sixth man of the year. Yeah. About a year ago, two years ago. In New York. Two years ago, yeah. Because last year it was yeah, it was crazy for New York. But we ain't going to talk about the Knicks right now because they're a little mm, – they hurting right now after that lottery. But, I mean, Jay, that's what J.R. Smith brings to the table. I always thought he's if he took it serious, if he took it serious, I thought he would be – he's that – he is that guy – Night in and night out. But he had to be on a serious team. That's no, the don't. thing. Like, no, you don't. You that's your craft. You you okay? You growing for, up for a guy like him. You, I understand where you're going with this. Okay. For a guy like him, he would he needs that mature, winning aspect around him. But that's why Dwight Howard. Why Dwight Howard had to leave? He could have been the man in Orlando. Why <laughs> are you bringing up that coward? Because uh, <laughs> because you talking about Jr. Who we know can play basketball. We mm-hmm. know. He's that number one or number two. He's that solid number two. He's Scottie Pippen. He's Scottie Pippen. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that's solid number two. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm winning oh, champ- yeah, yeah, if I'm yeah. the championship, I need that solid number two in J.R. Smith. Mm-hmm. He's that guy. But if, growing up, everything that I wanted to do and be in the NBA, 
I had to take it serious. I couldn't be having no playing around. That's only a certain time in life. You know, every it's crazy, but in every professional sport, probably mm-hmm. sports in general, you one play from never playing again. So I don't know how guys don't take it serious when the opportunity is right in front of you and you stand. I, same thing I said about guys who don't get autographs anymore. You bag for autographs as a kid. I understand mm-hmm. you might have been burned, but now you don't get autographs. But you take it serious right now. Use that guy. And that's why I say he could have been on the, not the Wizards, but he could have been on a, the Minnesota Timberwolves. He still should have been that leader, that guy. Let's fix this up. When they were nothing. And who, who, and speaking of... J.R. J.R. Yeah. When they were nothing, he still could have been that guy. Well, he, you're talking about he was in yeah. Denver. No, yeah, no, I'm saying put him on the worst team. Oh, ever. okay, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe it. I don't think he's that mature to That's why he be that guy. serious, though. If he even... If he takes it serious, yeah. I mean, anyone could definitely have, have his skill level. Hell, uh, Jamal Crawford. And, and the Clippers, if he took the game serious, if he stayed away from injuries, he could be, you know, a leader of a team like that. Like, like I agree with that. But for a guy like Jr., I think he he relishes off of a chemistry team. You see him mature once he's a part of a great, mm-hmm. you know, if the team has something great going on, has something good. Jr. Smith, you see his best basketball comes out. When he's not on a mature team, when you have teams losing, that's when you see J.R. Smith do immature activities. You see him do, you know, he, he care less. He takes 40 shots behind the arc for no reason. And on, on, a, on a slouch team. On a slouch team. But once you get a leader like LeBron James, who's like, come on, man, pick it up. You know, him. I think Carmelo, him and Carmelo bring a different image because J.R. was riding with Melo for – in days in Denver, yeah, but that's days it, in New York. But that's for the club scene. That's the let's go out tonight. I didn't see no. I didn't see any. I didn't see that leadership on on the court, like them two mm-hmm. saying, "Let's let oh, we got this." But but Carmelo always kept him to his side. He said, "You know, any team I sign to, I, I want have I want to have Jr. Smith to have my back." And they they were to me. I think they are on the same maturity type level. Carmelo wants to win. He doesn't go out as much. Carmelo quit last year. Not he quit. What I mean, what did you expect him to do? Carmelo? Play the season, play that season out. Yeah, I did. Yeah, with yeah. that Knicks team. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. you signed he up was for battling that? injuries. What he play? Then why play in the All Star game? Let those guys. Let let these guys develop. What guys? <laughs> the, the, the Knicks. Them grown men, the professionals. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, I, I agree with that. But you need let those need, guys become pro. Like let them develop. Kobe would never did that. Please, Kobe did that the last. Couple of seasons. Kobe was hurt last couple of seasons. What are you talking about? Kobe ain't never nah. did anything like Mello that. Melo was hurt. He shut it down. Melo won't hurt. Kobe trying to play. <laughs> Melo's not trying to play. You know what? I, and I look at J.R. Smith and to kind of touch a point on if he was with Minnesota compared to Cleveland, I think what helps him flourish is having that, that cast around him right. where he doesn't have to be that leader, that high scorer. He can go out there and just play his game. Yeah, some guys. Well, with Minnesota, he's got to try to carry that team, so he's gonna he, he's gonna put up more shots than he would with Cleveland. But look, you have LeBron James, you have Kyrie Irving around you. You don't have to be that dominant player. You can be that number two, that number three. Go out there and play your game and contribute that way. And I think that's why J.R. Smith flourishes with Cleveland so much over like with Denver and everybody else because he's in that role where he needs to be. 
I think that's what makes him different than like I compared him before to like a Jamal Crawford, six man who can score, who can Jamal shoot the basketball. But Jamal is going to he's going to shoot the whole game. Like J.R. Smith, when since he's been with the Cavs, I've seen him pass up a lot of shots that he would have taken in Denver, that he would have taken in New York. He's matured in that Ooh, sense of way. J.R. Smith, yes. Yeah. Jamal Crawford, no. He's going to take any shot, or even with Blake and Chris Paul and DeAndre Blake. and uh, even Lil Rivers. Jamal Crawford still wants to take those shots. He's still he's a shooter. No, he's they a scorer. Shoot. He's a scorer. A shooter is Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson. That's a shooter. Kyle yeah. Corver, that's a shooter. A scorer is like a Jr. Is like a Jamal Crawford. Jamal a, Crawford is a shooter. He going. He don't scorer. care how many times he miss. Yeah, he doesn't. Right, he right. Shoot that. He just gonna keep he's shooting shooter. that thing. Not shoot that selfish. Them guys are scorers. That's his immaturity level. That's why he's. You know, you see Jr. Smith give up, get but over that guys, hump this season as being a mature player on the court. Some guys are better coming off the bench, and you get a, you get their oh, maximum yeah. effort like a. Like a uh, Crawford, you get maximum effort out of this guy, and him coming off the bench is one minute into the game, mm-hmm. so he can get the six man. Jason Terry was like Jason Terry was a starter for years, mm-hmm. and then he with the Dallas came off the bench, six man of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same deal with uh, Ginobili. Manu, yep. Manu starter. was the greatest six man of all time at one point, um, but you know I think. With the maturity, like like last night's game out of J.R. Smith, uh, Cleveland is going to be tough, tough to beat. I mean, LeBron LeBron James just took over that game. So as Demar uh, Carroll went done. down, Atlanta's yeah. done. You write them out already? Done. Close casket. You know they were they were stating this team. Sorry, Doug, cut you off. You know they're stating this team as like a San Antonio Spurs to be. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. And I, I kind of turn, I kind of raise my eyebrow because I, I, I tuned in to listen to that oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because I'm looking at you know, look at the coach, Jeff Teague, the coach. Yep. Under Popovich, Jeff Teague and uh, Tony Parker have some similarities. Duncan, Millsap. I'm not gonna disrespect Duncan all the way like that, but yeah, you, you have a postman, uh, Horford. You got the shooters, Cor- Corver, Mike Scott. Now, uh, who got hurt last night? Demari Carroll. Carroll. He got a bone <laughs> bruise. I, I thought he tore his ligaments up. I thought everything was done in his knee. I thought, yeah. I thought he twisted it up and. Yeah, I thought he was done. He can play again. He can play tonight. <laughs> Man, if you don't put that uniform on, not tonight, but when they play again, tomorrow. Friday. Yeah, tomorrow um, night. If you don't put that uniform on, I tell you what. First of all, you need to get your hair fixed. You need, I don't know what that is. But how did you. So that's what the reports are it's bone bruise. But if you look at the replay, uh-huh. where where are you coming up with a bone bruise? Because you didn't get hit. You were going up for a layup. And that's why I'm thinking ligament, ACL with the knee, the way he went up, just twisted it, something of that nature. I'm like, where are the bone bruise coming from? No one hit you. You didn't fall down on the ground. You were going up for a layup. I didn't trust anybody. When I, when I hurt my knee, I went to an outside doctor and, and got a second opinion. He should uh, do the same thing because they might want him. They might say what it is. It might be sprain or it says a, high, a mild hyperextension. Mild, see, and the way he plays is mild. By the next game, severe, hyper, <laughs> severe, <laughs> severe. So because they just want him to play. Shot, you'll feel fine. Throw some salt on it and butter. Yeah, because the way he was, the way he was rolling around and 
I thought he screaming. Was, I thought he tore his ACL. I thought he was done. Because it was like a freak injury. You know, those freak knee injuries happen to be your ACL tear. I thought it was a sniper on, on the rifles. <laughs> so now look with Atlanta and Carroll out. Any game that he's out, are they done? No. Or well, Kwame already yeah, wrote him off. I still think Atlanta uh, is going to be a good series. 60 games this year. At, they won 60 games. It was the best in the East. Now, that, that's also what LeBron taking time off, going to watch football games, college football games, <laughs> taking time off, saying I'm a uh, – During his season. <laughs> yeah, during his season. Yeah. I, I put this team together. Let me let them play for a little while. <laughs> that's also LeBron missing games for, for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. So, you know, they could have easily been that 61-winning uh, team and had home court. Yeah. But when you look across – when you look in the East, if I'm LeBron, I'm already the best in the world. They already crowned me king as a uh, senior in high school. I'm like, who, who's going to stop me? Right. I who's going to stop me in the East? LeBron is on that level too now. Where, whereas – I don't care where I play. Yeah. And it was before where you would watch LeBron like, oh – is he ready? Is he, you know, ready to turn over that other hump? Now he's there. Now he he's jumped over that hill. He's on that next echelon of level of maturity, leadership. I'm like I'm not gonna give up on any more games because you know back in days in Cleveland it was games. It would be game four, game five. LeBron would just not care. He'd just start throwing up crazy threes right. just to end the season. Hurry up and get out of here because I know we're not gonna win. Right now it's a whole like. Honestly, I even had question marks. I even yeah, it's a whole different mentality. I even had question marks when Kyrie Irving wasn't playing. When Kevin Love dropped, I was like, okay, is LeBron is he gonna fade off to the black like he always done before, or is he really gonna step up? And he has stepped up. He's gained maturity out of J.R. Smith. He's stepping up in ways you've never seen LeBron do it before. Um, and the whole team is surrounding him. Yeah, and everybody got his LeBron's back. LeBron's selfish like everybody else. When you talk about guys giving up, LeBron is that same guy that gives up also. When you think it, so? When, yeah, when the end doesn't look good, he's he's going to shut it down also. The reason why he left Miami is because he didn't want to be doing all of the work because he knew <laughs> he knew Dwayne Wade was going to play 30 games. He, uh, you couldn't really – well, you, you had um, – Bosh. Chris Bosh. You had him. What did I say about Donovan? Go back. You had him shooting jumpers all day. Mm-hmm. Who else was going to play? Who else was going to play? No one. Right. So that's why he left uh, my Miami because he could have got paid in Miami. I thought it was. I thought it was good for him to go back. I don't think the Cleveland Cavaliers fans organization deserve him, but it was good. To see. If you gonna go anywhere, go back home. Because mm-hmm. you can always go back home. You can always go back home. Let me see. Syracuse clarifies 44 stands as McNabb gripes. They bought the unretired. Um, what was that? That was Jim Brown's number one, isn't it? Jim Brown, Gale yeah, Sayers. Gale Sayers. Mm-hmm. Go- oh, Gale Sayers University of Kansas. What? Oh, oh yeah, because he was at Kansas. I thought he said, yeah, but Syracuse clarifies the number 44. Okay. I don't know. Uh, special circumstance. What, what was the special circumstance? Who kind of like how Michigan had the number ninety eight, where Gardner wore it for every oh, yeah. for every guy who worked right. harder for that, for that week or in the off season, whatever gets the chance to wear ninety eight. So Syracuse is doing the same deal, where as now it's the number forty four. I don't agree with it. Okay, 
It's paying homage. It's paying homage. I mean, it's homage nothing. You can't wear that number. That's the, I, put, I put the work in on that number, so possibly nobody could ever wear it again. That's how you. That's how you. I mean, it's it's paying homage to the the, the person well, still homage, at the end of the day. Well, put a little forty four patch on uh, on that jersey. Okay, I I agree with that. I I can I can't disagree with that one, but I I don't mind it. NBA first team got dropped. Um, came out. Who you got? LeBron James made the first team. Stephen Curry, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Mark Gasol. Question mark. What? Why? I don't know if this goes by position or does it go by who's the best? Who's overall? the best overall five? Position. Okay, it has to be because then I'll. I'm like, why is Russell Westbrook second team? LeBron's a forward. Why is Russell Westbrook on the second team with Chris Paul? Yeah, because mm. guards, two guards. Mm. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Joke. Chris Paul. It's a joke. Kyrie Irving making third team. Kyrie First Irving. time making all NBA. Klay Thompson, first time third making all Third team is none. That's honorable mention. Come back. You. No, because they made, oh, was that? Drogic made third team last season. And Blake, Russell Westbrook called him out of Blake power. Griffin still, he made third Blake Griffin still making third team. Come on now. DeAndre Jordan. Th- you know what? We got to get out of here. Tim <laughs> Duncan. It's Thursday. We'll be back Friday. Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk. Show goes by fast. You know how it is. Jimmy Lachey in the studio. Duncan B is on the line. Appreciate it. The gas, man. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>